After asking their fans on social media which story they'd most like to see turned into an irreverent play, Wellington's A Slightly Isolated Dog Company chose The Trojan War from the dozens of suggestions. Once they delved deeper into the story of Paris, Helen and the fall of Troy, they discovered parallels with our current chaotic times. The Trojan War is the third in a series of reinterpreted classics after Don Juan and Jekyll and Hyde that were performed around the country as well as in Australia and Edinburgh. Director Leo Jean Peters explains the unorthodox play selection process. We figured that we wanted to make a third one of these kinds of works and so we started to work on it in like end of 2019. And um, we're playing with a lot of different ideas and kind of like really in a, like, what's the story we want to tell and really getting a bit stuck there. And um, we were scheduled to go into a workshop, I think in March or whatever it was of 2020. And then everything happened and we all went into lockdown. And so um, we kind of went, well, how do we keep workshopping and how do we kind of explore? And then, and then also like, how do we maybe take the process out more to our, our audiences and our, our community? Because we're like, we love to, make the performances with them and have them an active part in the performance. So we're like, cool, how do we make that an active part in kind of making the performance? And what does that look like? And um, so we came up with the idea of like doing a call out and going, what stories do you want us to tell? And so we made a couple of little Zoom videos in this way. And then um, we got like heaps of suggestions. And from that, then over the course of that first lockdown and that in 2020, I think we made 30 or 40 something little videos. And so we're just like, cool, if anybody responds with a story, regardless of how ridiculous or whatever it was, then we'll make a little video of it. We'll find a way of doing a, a couple minutes worth of a video and use that as a way of testing out whether the material was good for us or how it worked in that way. So we made a whole bunch of stuff ranging from like Moby Dick to Little Red Riding Hood to uh, what else? Alice in Wonderland to... We did Where's Wally at one point. We oh did, my goodness. Um, like, yeah, they're just, it, they, got, they got some really ridiculous ones. I, we didn't do one for The Grudge, but there was like a horror movie that somebody suggested. So we're like, okay, cool. What does that look like? Um, and we made a little two minute video for that, you know? So it's just like, uh, we then posted all of these things. And it was kind of a way of us going, like, well, how do we give people a little bit of joy during this stressful time? And a way of keeping your company connected and and working during definitely. a really tough time too right yeah definitely definitely we were like really wanting to stay active a bit and and to like and we had some development money so we wanted to like keep everybody employed as much as possible and just keep people working and kind of connected and and it was and it ended up being a lot of fun for us you know and i know that the lockdowns are always very hard for everybody and but um, but it was a it was a way that we could play and we could keep playing so um, we just made a bunch of these things. We ended up making a like a 20-minute version of The Wizard of Oz at one point, and then we made a number of other little smaller videos, and then the Trojan War came up. So we were like, oh, that was actually, that one felt like it had kind of a lot of the elements that we were really after, and it sort of spoke to the time in an interesting kind of way where you're like, you know, all of the pressures of the world and all the stresses of this like sort of 10, 10 year long war and all of the drop, the dramatics of that counterposed to our really like domestic and difficult, often domestic and really difficult struggles or whatever, but then being able to play with that in a real playful, really joyous kind of hilarious kind of celebratory way. To recap, for those who don't know the story very well, what is the story of the Trojan War? 
It's a massive story with thousands and hundreds of characters. Troy is this beautiful city. It's a really happy kind of kingdom at this point in time. It's run by a dude named Priam, who's really quite cool and everybody likes him generally. Him and his wife Hecuba have 50 children. And one of their children that's born is a son called Paris. And um, it's prophesized that Paris will bring about the downfall of Troy. Um, so Hecuba and Priam in the classic ancient Greek way try to avoid this prophecy and they send Paris off to be killed. But the servant that they send him off to be killed with can't doesn't have the heart to do it. So he just leaves them in the woods. Paris is raised by a she-bear for a little while and then eventually becomes a farmer until one day he kind of gets uh, tempted too much to compete in these kind of Olympic games that are happening in his memory, actually, in the memory of the dead child. He wins, but he offends the royal family, the brothers of the royal family, while he does this, and they're about to kill him. And then the farmer stops and he's like, no, you can't kill him, he's your brother. And so he's welcomed back into Troy. And then he goes off and has been promised uh, the most beautiful woman in the world, who is Helen. And so then he goes to Sparta, where Helen is with her husband, and he's welcomed in and everything. And then the husband has to go away for a bit. And then he and Helen run away together, and he takes her back to Troy. Helen's husband then decides, you know, obviously that he wants to get his partner back and the mother of his children back and his child and a bunch of money that Paris also took. And it's a sort of 10-year war ensues, and, and there's, the, there's the amazing hero of Achilles, who's the most uh, famed warrior, the greatest warrior in the history of the world. He's prophesied to be the greatest warrior ever. If he goes to war, then he's prophesied that it, it's prophesied that he will die, um, but he will live on in glory for eternity. But if, or he can just live a normal life and have a very happy life, but he'll be in obscurity. He'll die in obscurity. It's a really kind of beautiful and epic kind of uh, wrestling really with like fate and the gods and the intervention of the gods because they're a little bit like our horrible leaders who are making decisions based on their own selfishness and all of the people have to then deal with it. And um, yeah, it creates a real kind of mess. Epic story. I'm not laughing yeah. out loud um, at the moment. And, of course, you bring humour to this. So how do you take this story? I mean, there's a lot of pathos in it and, and drama, of course, um, and big themes. But how have you turned this into a slightly isolated dog production? Well, this kind of work is a, it's a group of um, sort of faux French clowns or so faux, faux French performers, as you know. So they speak in these very amazing French accents and they welcome you into the theater and they say, oh my God, Lynn, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Come with me. We run away together. No, 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 no. Wait, I'll tell you the story of the Trojan War first. And so then they tell this story of the Trojan War and they tell you how beautiful you are and then they get, they get the audience to play together a little bit as well. Those who want to can play along or play to role but it's essentially like a kind of chaotic party so we find different entertaining and very theatrical ways to play these very mythic characters kind of like we play with the contradictions between that between you know it's prophesized that achilles will be the greatest warrior in all the world and it's also prophesized that dave from levin will meet somebody really interesting tonight so we'll see what echoes dave you know so there's like a lot of a lot of play between what the domestic of of our lives and the, the domestic reality of our day-to-days and, and you know, what it is to wait in a 10-year war and stalemate for most of the time. And then the, the jokes of like, what is it to wait in lockdown for ages? Or what is it to be at the mercy of 
of various um, various forces that we can't control, and how do we we make a? We, it's very playful and very uh, very tongue in cheek, very a lot of innuendo. Just as you have the fates controlling things in the Trojan War, the link between the fates and COVID nineteen controlling things here. You tried to put the show on in twenty twenty one. Blimmin' yeah. COVID came in and blew that out of the water. But I'm thinking, in a way, this feels like the perfect time. I was at the Royal New Zealand Ballet Company's new, very 2022 version of Cinderella the other night. And it was just fun. You know, it was laugh-out-loud stuff, exactly what you guys do as well. And it feels like it was mm. such a release for the audience, most of them still wearing masks, but just such a release to be able to laugh and that to be that shared experience that we've all missed out on for so long. Yeah, totally, totally. And that's really what we're like, that's one of our biggest sort of values or missions with this kind of work is that uh, we foremost want to create just joy, like playfulness and joy for people. And it's often very naughty and very kind of innuendo-y and very sort of a little bit sly and whatnot, but use these big epic tales of heartbreak and pain and all this kind of stuff to celebrate how it feels to be alive and to how it feels to indulge in this kind of way and these big emotions and these big things, but also through these very funny characters who are kind of their fools in a way. Our, our performers are beautiful fools that are like, go through the extent of kind of all human emotions in the hour of the show and sort of live it all in a beautiful kind of way and bring you along the ride. And they're also just, they're all very funny performers. It's a kind of chaotic party really is the vibe that we're trying to make with, with sort of five of your funniest friends. Leo Jean Peters. The Trojan War premieres at Bat's Theatre in Wellington on Tuesday before heading to Auckland's Basement Theatre from August the 23rd.